another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. And a very warm welcome to it. Uh, well, it's not so. It's not warm. I'm going to actually say, you know what? You can see I'm wearing my jersey, and long as my neck is warm, then I'm fine. But I know where Jenny is is warm because she's wearing short sleeves, and that's Jenny Baxter sitting in on Thebes in France. And of course, it's another week of fabulous news for SAPeople.com. And a very good morning to you, gorgeous lady. Morning, morning, Melanie. And don't be jealous. The weather's been awful. It's just today that we have sunshine. And um, I hope you see I'm wearing my South African flag for Freedom Day. Oh, yes, of course. It's a public holiday, isn't it? <laughs> I've just been for a lovely long walk in our glorious, finally, it's not raining in Johannesburg, which is, uh, <laughs> we've been having such hectic rain again. Uh, so I see that a lot of people are still trying to do a whole lot of stuff with helping with uh, the floods down in KZN. And how many billion do they reckon it's going to take to get the infrastructure sorted again? Like 13 billion? At least, you know, I know yeah. that they're, they're talking about um, Elon Musk maybe should buy ESCOM. I'm thinking he should just buy South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to the highest bidder, Elon. Come on, take it over. <laughs> Between you and the gift of the givers, we can sort this place out. But anyway, so there's been a lot of talk with Elon, of course, recently with um, all the jokes going around. And that's why the whole thing is that, you know, just buy ESCOM for us, please, and sort it out. But yeah. um, I mean, what? How much truth is there in this whole Twitter thing? Because people are saying, "Oh no, the st- uh, shareholders and stockholders have got to actually approve the sale of Twitter to him." I mean, people still on Twitter. <laughs> well, that's what he was thinking. Is people are leaving Twitter because there's so many fake bots, you know, and mm. and so that's why he he wants to make it better, as far as I know, it has been absolutely confirmed. On Monday, mm. the sale went through and and he now owns it. But, but what is not true is a lot of the rumors that are going around South Africa. For instance, even a major newspaper, um, who mm. shall remain unnamed, has, has reported on his his Trump thing. You know, where, uh, I think it was in 2018, you know, when he sent that car the Falcon um, Heavy, he sent that into mm-hmm. space. At the time, Trump tweeted him saying, oh, you know, American ingenuity at its best. And mm-hmm. and Elon Musk replied, and there's this this thing that, that even this major newspaper has reported on, that Musk said, I'm from South Africa, you dumbass. Which, <laughs> well, yeah, hello. <laughs> which, which he never said. He may have thought it, but instead he said, you know, thank you, exciting times ahead. Um, and mm. there, and there are a few other, you, you know, suddenly everybody in South Africa seems to be writing about Elon when most of us have been doing it for years because he's done, you know, amazing things for many, many years. And one of the other myths is that he was bullied at Pretoria Boys High, but it did not occur there. It was at Bryanston, apparently, allegedly. Ooh, um, yeah, really? It, okay. Yeah. Oh, bullying is a thing, um, and people are still bullying him, and that's that's one reason why I got off of Twitter, to be honest with that's you. That's another because, reason why he's bought it, the bullying. Because yeah. of the bullying that goes on. I mean, I heard of somebody just this week, and I mean, it is from somebody else who's been through the same kind of thing on Twitter, where everybody jumps in on the Twitterverse, all the twits get going, and I <laughs> and mean, the laws, unfortunately, yeah, you get cancelled. Not only that, um, this guy apparently committed suicide oh, no. this week. So, in I'm South just Africa. saying that if you are using, yeah, if you're using Twitter, 
you know, don't jump on the bandwagon. If you go and you share fake news, you're just as culpable as the people who put it out there in the first place. And they're changing the laws so that you can actually be held responsible for sharing fake news and actually be taken to court on the criminal charge. I know that's coming. So maybe, you know, it'll change. One, Let's just hope it changes. I, I saw once this woman on Twitter, a, a very well-known South African a lady, she had she had written something that wasn't true and then mm. somebody pointed it out to her. And then she asked a really important question. She said, so now that I know that my tweet is not true, do I delete mm. it? Or do I write in one of the comments? Because, you know, at the time, you still cannot edit a tweet. Um, So do I write in one of the comments that it's not true? And I couldn't believe how many people said she should write a comment. Because in my mind, most people People don't read all the comments. So quickly, exactly. So delete it. If you know something's not true, get rid of it. And then I might have complained about this before. and, And then post a new tweet saying, I've deleted my previous tweet because it wasn't true. You know, I've yes. Or take a screenshot of the original t- tweet, put the picture up saying, this is what I put, it is actually wrong, because then people will see what it was all about, because but, a lot of people only, might not have seen it. Only do the screenshot if you're going to write a big fake on it, because otherwise yeah. you're going to land up, here we are, yep. it's four years later, and this tweet about Elon Musk is going viral again, because it's a screenshot. A screenshot is a lie. And what annoys me is with Facebook, the rules are actually the opposite. If Facebook finds out that something's not true, you have to put an apology, but you are not allowed to delete it, which I probably wouldn't have about before. Anyway. Well, I just know so many people who get sent to Facebook Chucky, as they call it, (laughs) putting something. (laughs) Well, some strange stuff as well. Yeah, George Noakes, one of those, where we were all missing him, and it turned out that he had been in Facebook jail. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's not Facebook. It's Chucky. We're in South Africa. We're in Chucky, darling. All right. So, uh, so that's there's the main story and and the the blondes version of what we think about Twitter. Maybe we'll we'll delve back into it for a little while if it becomes a little bit more productive instead of a a cesspit yeah. of nastiness, which is what yeah. I don't like. Which is why Inst- I've always said Instagram's lovely. It's just pictures of bull terriers and flowers, and then I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, but you know, Instagram too for the younger generation, there have been suicides because they're is mm. the body shaming so yeah yeah but there's anyway. lots of beautiful all right so what news have you got for expats oh it's, it's just exciting SA people news is we got a wonderful message from facebook saying that mm-hmm. after all these years uh we can now open up our page to subscribers which means all the people out there who love us and who've supported us over these years please support with a subscription it's a monthly subscription it's really small we'll be launching it in the next week so please look out for it and it means that we can do more good we can bring more photos and videos and celebrate south Mm. africa and promote south africa and do more stuff with beautiful people like you so Oh, thank you, Jen. And and thank you for what you do as well. Yeah, I'm loving that. It's great. Thank you. Okay, so get out there, people. This is a directive. Go subscribe and support. (laughs) Oh, you have a cat. (laughs) Not working very hard today. (laughs) 
Okay, so then news from experts. So see, um, Lila Illing, who we have spoken about before with the thing she did yes. with uh, uh, Cindy Alter yes. over in Nashville. Yes, and, and, and also remember I mentioned the rugby game in New York. That rugby game was in mm. Washington. And then they went to New York and they sang the national anthem under the Brooklyn Bridge. And Shosha Loza, oh. which was really cool. But anyway, what I was going to say about Lila now is you said her name was familiar. She's a, she was a radio producer in South Africa. So maybe okay. you had met her that way. Anyway, very exciting. She has a new album. I think it's her debut mm-hmm. album coming out. She's launching it tonight because it's Freedom Day. Um, so if you're in New York, New Jersey, head along to Phoenix Bar. And mm-hmm. she'll be performing. There'll be a party. Um, you know, just just wonderful for South Africans and wonderful for her. I think one of her songs is called From Rock Bottom to New York um, because she's been through a lot. She's She really, yeah. really has. She's fascinating. So, yeah. And we, we doff our hats to all of those who are going overseas to make it. And, of course, Cindy Alter and, you know, a lot of the musicians who have left the country to go and do it. Okay, so... One of the things that I see that you've sent through here, local good news, which I'm yes. very excited about because I've always like, yeah, we have the second highest waterfall in the world. And I always said that one of my bucket list things was to dance the Argentine tango with Robert De Niro at the, I'm not Robert De Niro, Al Pacino yeah. at the base of the Angel Falls in Venezuela. Okay. Ah. This was my thing on a bucket list. Okay. <laughs> Did you tell Never going to happen. I understand. <laughs> what <laughs> you tell to Al Pacino. I want to do. No, you used to I love do it, Charlie I wanna, Sheen. Yeah, but no, I want to do that with Robert, uh, with oh, Al Pacino. Okay. Hello, okay. brain. Okay. Um, because of the scent of a woman when he does oh, it, when he's yes, playing yes, the blind. Yes, 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 You could So that was on the bucket list. Okay. Uh, no, he can, he can. Uh, I want to look at him. <laughs> anyway, so now Tugela Falls has actually been, it is now the world's highest waterfall as a multi-tiered waterfall because, of course, yes. Angel Falls is a single drop. Exactly, exactly. So that's the difference. And plus, they don't even think that the Angel Falls one was measured quite correctly back in the 40s. And then this team from like Czechoslovakia or something actually went to South Africa and tried to measure the Tugela Falls. But, you know, the bottom part is just too difficult. So so they mm. they didn't succeed. But currently, the waterfall database, the world's waterfall database, has put South Africa's Tugela Falls in KwaZulu-Natal, Drakensburg, at the top of like over 1,000 waterfalls in the world that are over 500 yep. feet or whatever. Who, sorry. I have seen it from the top. <laughs> Don't fact check I have been up at the top and I've looked down. We've flown over it when it was in the middle of winter and part of it was frozen. It was like one of the weirdest oh, things amazing. I've seen. It was really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Because so, I love it when all the clouds come up in the mist. And we did a beautiful video this week. So really, if you didn't see the video, go to SA People. Um, there's this amazing video of the falls and when you just like, you know, because yeah. it's a drone, you, you, you jump down. Yeah. You've got to do it in a helicopter though, honestly. But if you can't do it in a helicopter, looking at the drone footage is fantastic. Okay. <laughs> and, and what has Sia Khaleesi been up to? Oh, he, he's just, you know, he just doesn't stop doing good stuff for his people. He, um, he's gone back to his kind of grassroots, how he started giving people a chance, empowering the youth, upskilling mm. them. Um, for him, obviously his passion is rugby. So he's doing some, some rugby clinics for free with these kids boys and girls because it's about equality 
um, yeah. which, you know, never happened to us when we were at school. Nobody at school ever said, hey, do you want to do rugby? It was just hockey and netball. So so he's opening it to everybody, and, and Red Bull is sponsoring the whole thing. And he says I it's teaching say, them however, discipline. Discipline, not just sport. Th- yeah, discipline is good. I will say yes. that as much as I did go and, like, do lots of stuff with the women rugby teams here in South Africa when I was presenting rugby, I've always been of the belief yes. that men should have one thing which is just for men. Like, women can have babies, men can play rugby. Rugby is a man thing, and I like watching I don't like watching women playing rugby, I have to be honest. I just find it, like, a bit odd. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't play rugby, okay? If I'd been back at school and we could play rugby, I probably would have done. But, you know, I'm kind of like, hmm, women rugby. hmm." But what I like, as you said, I mean, the one thing that rugby is, I think, about the only thing that has actually worked properly in South Africa when it comes to inclusiveness. Yeah, yeah. If you think about across the board, sports, arts, whatever – the one thing that has really worked has been rugby in, in our rainbow nation way of dealing with things. I think it's fantastic. So, okay. And did you see the news that I've been following it for a while on social media about the Johannesburg Art Gallery and the fact that it's fallen into disrepair <gasps> and the roof has been leaking and the, all the artworks? And I saw it come up yesterday that um, there's a letter now from the department saying that they're going to be moving a lot of the artifacts and art to a safer positioned have you has that come across for you yes yes and it looks like the safer place is going to be anglo's like gorgeous art deco head office in the cbd near amstey's so so that'll be absolutely beautiful because i mean i think that they've had like monet's and uh rembrandt's and everything buried in the in the basement because of the Mm. the rain Mm. up above it's just and it's Africa's largest and best collection, as far as I know, the largest collection. So, so yeah. yeah, people are really happy about that, the move, because because that gallery's been falling into disrepair for a while. It's not just the floods lately. It's, it's well, about. talking about the floods, yeah, I mean, as I said, thank, thank goodness it stopped raining in Joburg. I mean, I just got really cross the other day because it, it was raining and I was sitting there and saying, but hang on a second, it's not supposed to be, it wasn't on the forecast. <laughs> It wasn't scheduled. I mean, you know, we're so used to being scheduled for shedding. load shedding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, it shouldn't be raining. It wasn't on the schedule. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. <laughs> but I see that uh, um, Cyril has um, um, Cyril has been talking again about the, the whole thing with the corruption um, that's been going on down in KZN. I, I thought that that was really good of him to show he really has been listening when he said one of the most shameful things is that w- as soon as they announced a relief fund, that the main conversation was how to keep it out of the hands of the corrupt, you know? Of politicians, so, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's really – sorry, me and the cat are just <laughs> playing. Um, uh. But it's true, you know, we, we, we talk about it and it is sad, uh, but we have to, as you, I think it was last week or the week before you said that you're a civil supporter. I have to be honest, so am I. And I really do feel for him in the job that he's trying to do, the bunch of dross that he's been given on mm-hmm. one hand of people who just are, let's not go there. Yeah. Okay. We could have a whole discussion <laughs> okay. about 
and it will probably get cancelled. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> we'll get cancelled. Oh. Okay. Let's let's find some decent entertainment. And um, oh, by the way, yes. I've got a, a thing from uh, Colette Dawson, who uh, is one of the people in South Africa who really does push theatre and things that are happening in the arts in South Africa a lot. And I mean, there are a few like Bridget Van Earl, and um, I'm trying to think of some of the other people who put this stuff out and really go and push stuff. And yeah. there's a new movie, a South African action movie. Yeah. And I watched the trailer of it. And I was sitting and thinking, well, I actually want to go and see this. It looks really a skopskit and donna. It's really nicely shot called Indemnity. And, of course, a tour de force from a lot of great South African actors as well. And um, going to be for release in South Africa on the big screen, I think, at this stage, on the 13th of May. So I sent a message saying, oh, I'd love to have come to the Johannesburg screening. Uh, can't make it, but can we organize some interviews with the director and the, some of the stars? So we'll be bringing that in the next few Fantastic. weeks as well. Fantastic. Isn't that great? It, it is. And, and, you know, I think it won an award in Canada. It was there and it's been heralded by international media. I think the um, New York Times called it a great deal of fun. And that's from the New York Times. So, oh. yeah. Fantastic. I'm looking forward to it. In fact, maybe I should just try and get somebody to take me through to the screening tomorrow anyway. We'll, we'll have a word with Colette and just say, right, well done. Let's get this going. And um, I'm, I'm so glad that we're making South African movies which are relevant to us, especially as you think about Hollyfelt was older than Hollywood. The South African <laughs> film industry is older than the American film industry, for goodness sake. Let's look at that. Um, okay, so I see Downton Abbey is coming to its fifth and final no, season. No, no. I love Downton no, Abbey. No, no, no. Just Downton Abbey. Downton no. Abbey's finished on TV, but I went to see the yeah. movie last night, and I believe it's... Oh, the movie, yes, okay. Yes, yes, yes. So, so just uh, look out for the movie. It's um, it's just nice to get that little bit of extra, you know, when a TV series is finished. Mm. It's like such a bonus, like Sex and the City. Oh, I thought I thought there was going to be a fifth season. No, the sixth no. Season, another season. Yeah, no. it, it was about six seasons, and they finished. So, no, this is a whole new... New movie. Okay. Yeah, following on right. from the previous movie. So that was good. But the one that's in its fifth and final season is the South African TV series Hotel. Have you ever watched it? No, but you also turned around and said to me that I should be watching something like Sex in Afrikaans. And my kids and I were discussing it the other day and going, nay, nay, nay. Okay, that was a documentary. I it, it was 10 minutes. <laughs> that was a documentary. <laughs> Hotel for, for South Africans around the world is on Showmax. It's a, it's a mockumentary, uh, whereas Sex in Afrikaans was a documentary. So this is a mockumentary. Um, it's got Skulk Bazaid in it, in it to, Oh, okay. always adore. It's got loads of really Stop good people. Yeah. And and I think um, South Africans abroad will relate as well. Like one of the characters, one of the main characters has come back from a failed attempt at immigration to New Zealand. You know, so it's um, – and, and it's got the pandemic in and how the hotel's struggling and blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. I'll keep an eye out for that, definitely. Yeah. Uh, what else is there that's coming up on uh, the small screen that might be useful? Yeah. Well, well, there is. It's a podcast. You could watch it on YouTube, and it's coming up. I think on the fourth of of uh, May, and it's Netflix's first ever African podcast. So they're interviewing people across Africa, mainly entertainers. But they're very excited oh, okay. about it, their latest African project. So they're doing a video cast as well as a podcast? Yes. Okay. Next well, that's, year's that's on. Good. I'm glad. 
Ja, nästan så ons nej. Ons kan nou Afrikaans praten en Jenny sal vir my kyk en sê ek het geen idee waaroor jy praat. En and you understand why I don't speak Afrikaans much, want ek klink so society, nee. Ja. But what you know this morning I was in the coffee shop and this couple came in and I could have sworn they were speaking Afrikaans and as I was about to say Oh, hello, happy Freedom Day. Yeah. I suddenly realized that they were speaking Dutch. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that happens as well. But um, And Norwegian sometimes sounds a bit like Afrikaans too, which is like really weird for me. My but, Swedish uh, friend can understand me when I speak Afrikaans. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. the Scandinavians all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So um, what is coming up? What is the big story that you've got coming up this week on SAPeople.com? Some, some really useful advice on something that we touched on last week, which is that mm-hmm. right now with, with many of the Russian boats being seized, you know, there are hundreds and hundreds of jobs gone. The, mm. the, the crew houses here in Antibes are packed and South mm. Africans are arriving having nowhere to stay um, and, and no jobs around at the moment. So, so we've got an article just with some tips so that we can bring them a little bit of hope on, on how they can navigate this kind of rough time. And, you know, obviously next, next month is going to be better because we've got the Cannes Film Festival, we've got the Monaco Grand Prix. So, you know, there will be more jobs. One hopes. One shouldn't leave home first unless one has something to go to. Well, unfortunately, with the, and that'll be in the article, is that in the industry here, if you're not here, mm. they're going to give the job to someone else. You know, jobs come up like mm. this and they're gone within 10 minutes sometimes. I mean, obviously, sometimes it goes to interviews for a week, but, but often mm. they want you here, especially if you're a greenie. You know, if you've already got experience, stay in South Africa, but... Yeah. yeah, okay. Well, go and get that information, especially if you are parents of children who are wanting to go abroad. I mean, it was much easier when I was young. I just went to Greece and found a boat and said, hey, how's it? I see you've got a South African flag, and I'd end up working on the boat, which yeah. is great fun. Yeah, they Spend didn't have all these rules. That. Now you have to do these certificates that cost you know, mm. a couple of thousand. And... Oh, it was good in the, in the good old days. We did the mainstay yachting course down in Simonstown. My parents had no idea what to do with me, so that's what I did. <laughs> And then it stood me in good stead when I went traveling overseas, and it's been fun. Do you and, still have yeah. mainstay? You can stay as you are for the rest of your life, or you can change to mainstay. We were discussing it yesterday because I was down, um, in, I went down to Natal, and we popped into the Nottingham Road Hotel, where I was banned at one stage, but I'm allowed back there now into the bar. And I said to them, because they had no orange juice, so I said, well, why don't you have orange? No, because we had a big thing last night, and everybody was drinking um, the orange, vodka and orange. I'm like... Really? Vodka and orange? I thought that you only had Massey Ferguson's and, and what is the other tractor kind? The, the red, red tractors? Because the Massey Ferguson is your cane and um, the what's it called? Uh, uh, the green stuff that you people drink, cream soda. And then the other one, <laughs> the other whatever, the, the red tractor is called, it's got that name, and then it was Cane and Sparberry. So you'd have like, and I'm like, they're drinking it with orange juice, half very healthy, because usually you'd have either the Massey Ferguson or the other kind of tractor in a farming community. So we were talking about, I wonder if we can still get mainstay, because yeah, I mean, it was a very South African thing. You can stay as you are for the rest (laughs) of your life, and mainstay, if you're still going, you can sponsor us. How's that? (laughs) And and, true. And and just while you're speaking about being there, we've got this wonderful 
wonderful woman, Carol Manley. She is a volunteer moderator on our Facebook page. And mm -hmm. um, she's been waking up early every morning and getting those photos of the – there's four – Four stars in a row at the moment. Four, uh, four planets. Stars, yes, planets. yes. Well, yeah, planets I saw the pictures. And, yeah, and and the moon coming this this week. Mm. So I, I don't seem to see the rest of the world seeing it. I don't know if it's just the people in KwaZulu Natal, but it's, it's looking well. Good. You know what? The whole thing is, is that all life came from this part of the country where I am right now. Well, a little bit yes. further south, obviously. So we are the best, and we will re remain the best. When it comes to bringing the news, Jenny, thank you for everything that you do and for finding those good news stories and for helping people abroad to stay in touch with their motherland. Thank you, Melanie, for hosting this podcast and being so gorgeous. <laughs> I'll see you next week. And we'll catch you next week. Absolutely. Yeah. Have a good one. Go and check out www.sapeople.com or pop onto Facebook and find the page there. We'll see you soon. Bye. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.